mothers that will present today. Oh, their stories may be familiar to you. For those of you who don't know, all of these ladies are in the Bible. They have worthy stories and life experiences, worthy for us to revisit on today. They have proven to be timeless and needed to be shared over and over again. And so that is what we are going to do. Now, obviously, they are not here in person. But their stories will be represented well. I am going to speak from each one of them. And so I want you all to join in with me. I want you to hear their stories. I want you to understand what they've been through. And mothers, I want you to take a piece of what they have to share with us on this afternoon. And so allow me to present our panel discussion of Mother up. Today's guests are Naomi, Hannah, Hagar, and Mary. We will begin our discussion with Hannah. Hannah. Hannah was one of the wives of Elkanah. Hannah says this, for years, I prayed. For years, I wanted a son. For years, I was tortured because my husband, he had two wives. And her name was Penina, and she could give him children, but I could not bear any children, and so I prayed. I prayed so much that they thought I was crazy. I prayed that they thought I was drunk, but I still prayed to God for my baby. I promised him. I promised God, if you give me a baby, I'll give him back to you. If you bless me with a child, I'll give the child back to you. And he did. I gave birth to a baby boy. But now I had to make a choice. Was I really going to give the baby back? Was I really going to give this baby to God, I had made a promise to him. But I could have gotten too busy, too selfish, too fearful, too prideful. I could have kept him all to myself because doesn't mama know best anyway? Wouldn't I know what was best for my own baby? Could I not uh, just keep him for myself and teach him what I knew? Hannah says to you on this afternoon, if you're going to mother up, one thing that you have to do is give them. No matter how much you think you know. Hannah said, it don't matter how much your mama told you, your grandma, Google, all those books you read. She said, what I found out is that God did know best about me and my baby. God knew the plans that he had for him. God knew the way that he was going to go. God knew what was up ahead for my son, so I had to, I had to give him back. And this is for a mother out here today. Hannah says, do like I did and give them. Give them God. Give them over to him. But don't only give them to God and walk away. Teach them of God. Give God to them. 
Show them how you do it. Have they ever seen you pray until you look like you're drunk? Hannah said, they saw me praying and I look like a drunk woman. Have you ever seen them, them see you worship? Hannah said, if you're going to level up and mother up your motherhood, give them. Give them. And then the next person that is here today in this space is Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mary starts, I was a young girl when she gave birth to this child. She said, my story is fascinating. It was me and Joseph that raised him. We raised him together. She said, my mother up is for you to give room. She said, because I didn't only raise a child. I didn't only raise a teenager. I am the mother of a grown kid. So I had to raise a grown up. And if you are going to mother up, if you're going to level up your mothering, then you have to give room. She said, I had to give my grown son room. I didn't understand everything he did. It was a hard to watch everything that he went through. She said, you know what happened one time? She said, they told me, Mary, you better come and get your son. I think he's lost his mind. He's in here, a house full of people. He just started teaching. I didn't even know what to do with that. He was going all over the cities just teaching. And they came and got me and my son, and they told him, you got to come and get him. And she said, you know, I came, to the, I came to the room. I came to the house and told him, tell him his mama's out here. And do y'all know what he said to me? In all of his philosophical self and his deep self, me and his brothers were standing outside and he told them to tell me, who is my mother? And who is my brothers? Aren't they these people in here? All of the mamas in here know what would have happened if our son would have told us. Send somebody else out. He didn't even come out. Send somebody else out to tell you who is my mother. Oh, we would have tore up in that house. There wasn't no way we would have stayed out of the house. Oh, you coming out of this house. But she didn't do that. Mary gave him room. After you have raised them in the way that they ought to go, you have to give them room. Room to think for themselves. Room to grow. Room to make a mistake and learn from it. My son didn't make no mistakes. But your sons and your daughters will. My son was Jesus. He didn't make any mistakes. But your sons and your daughters, they will. I gave him room, but I did not leave him. I stayed. I supported him. I walked with him. I watched him go through the hardest thing in his life. And I didn't try to control it because I couldn't. I had to give him room. Me trying to take control of his life would have killed me. 
those soldiers that were torturing my son, the way they beat him in the street, they would have killed me too if I would have jumped in them, if I would have grabbed a hold of them, if I would have said, leave my son alone and, and don't do that to him. It would have killed me. And I came to tell some mother on today, it's going to kill you too. Yeah. Yeah. Give those grown kids some room. You have to back up. Stay in support. I supported him. I walked with him. I never left him. I watched him through the whole thing, but I had to yeah. give him room. Yeah. I understood that he didn't belong to me. I was like, Hannah, I had to give him God. I had to show him that and then give him to God and let God have him. He belonged to him first. And so, yo, mother up for grown kids, give them room. The next mother that we meet is Naomi. Naomi was a woman from Bethlehem, and she starts her panel discussion like this. I was a wife. And a mother, two sons, two daughter-in-laws. I had it. And then I did it. It was not easy for me. There I was, thought I had everything. And then all of a sudden, I had nothing. All I had was these two daughter-in-laws, Orpah and Ruth. And so I told them, because my husband had took us away from our home, I followed it. But now I needed to go back because I had nobody where I was except for these two daughter-in-laws. And so I told them, go back to your people. You're not staying with me. I'm going to my people. They pleaded with me. They begged me to let me uh, have them go with me back to my people. But I told them I don't have nothing anymore. I don't have nothing to offer you. The men are gone. And three women together are the same as zero. And so I told them, you go your way. And I'm going back to my people. My life has been made bitter. And I have nothing. I convinced one of them, Orpah, she went on back to her people. But Ruth, that Ruth wouldn't leave me. That Ruth kept saying, I'm going back with you. She said, your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. She said, wherever you die, that's where I'm going to die. And so I said, you know what? You want to come with me? I don't have nothing. Let's go. <laughs> and so she came back with me to my place. And if I have to give you a mother up, then a mother up would be give you. Give you. I'm gonna tell this story through my eyes because they often look at Ruth and what she did, but anybody see what Naomi did? Anybody know what I did? 
I lost my husband. I lost everything. I became hard and I became bitter. And I told them, don't even call me Naomi no more. Call me something else because I don't have anything. And I felt like I had nothing. All I had was this daughter-in-law. I don't know if there's anybody out there that felt like they were stuck with a daughter-in-law. came in a family changing your son and now he don't come home on a holiday or he got to split the holiday because I'm stuck with a daughter-in-law now he don't eat meat no more because of this daughter-in-law everything changed and now I'm stuck with her now he left and left her with me I didn't want her. I tried to give her to go on, but now it was just, it was just me and her. And so all I had to give her was me. And so I gave her my experience. I gave her my wisdom. I gave her my heritage. I gave her my culture. I gave her my God. She didn't have any children, and so she said, I don't have children anymore, but what I can give, I gave her my son, and he died, but now it's me, and I give you me. And this is for anybody out there who does not have your own biological children. You're the same as I am. You're the same as Naomi. Some of you are bitter. Some of you are hurt, some of you are grief-stricken because you have no children or they have moved on. But you have to take it from me that you have to give them something. Give them you. Stop saying they got their own mama. Stop sending them to somebody else. You have something that they don't have. There's something for you to give. You have to be the mother to that daughter-in-law. You have to be the mother to that son-in-law that you have. There is people in the church, in the community, in your neighborhood that need a mother. Don't allow life to make you so bitter. Naomi says, I almost missed it. But I guided my daughter-in-law, and it helped both of us. Both of us made it because I gave her me. If you want to level up, you want to mother up, give you. Give you. And then there's one more that wants to give what she has. And that is Hagar. Hagar was a young Egyptian girl, a slave who belonged to Abraham and Sarah. And so Hagar starts her story like this. It wasn't even my fault. It wasn't even my fault. I had to do what they told me to do. They made me do it. God told him Abraham and Sarah, that they was going to have a baby, a baby boy. But they weren't having no baby boy. And so Sarah 
tells me, why don't I go in there and lay with him, her husband? and try to have this baby. She said that she was just going to make a baby herself since God didn't give him a baby yet. And so because I had to do what she told me to do, Abraham came in there with me and we did. Uh, <laughs> and we did have a baby. And the next part of this is on me. This is on me. Because it wasn't right. You know, I, I was the one pregnant. I started to despise her. I started to treat Sarah like she was insignificant. Why she here anyway? She can't have no baby. Now I got his baby. She might as well leave and I might as well stay. So I started to despise her. Me and me and him can do this now. I got the baby. We got what we came after. Let's go. That's what's up. But then she started tripping with me, Sarah. Because she could see that. She got mean with me. Could have been because the way I was treating her. I was tripping a little bit. But she, you know what? I got tired of that. And so I ran. I ran away from that. Yeah, I was day slave, but I ran away from that. I was pregnant and everything, but I still ran. And God met me out there. And God said, you got to go back. And I'm like, God, but they tripping. She mean. And God said, you have to go back. And so I went back, and I did what I was supposed to do. And I helped her, uh, you know, around the house, and I was, you know, raising my son. And then all of a sudden, now she got pregnant too. Now she pregnant. I guess this was the son they were supposed to have before they put me up in there. Now I got my son. And so I helped to raise her son too. And my son. I was in there with her. And I might have started tripping a little bit again. Because I had some feelings about that. My son really was the first one. He really was. Do you know what she did after a while? After I did all that, she told Abraham to put me and my son out. She told him, get rid of her. Now, now y'all want to get rid of me? After everything that I did? And so I left. He put me out. And it got hard out there for me, y'all. It was hard out there for me and my son. We was out there in the wilderness with nothing. And they put me out. But you know what happened? God met me out there again. God met me out there again. It got so bad. I thought my son was going to die. I couldn't even look at him no more. It was hard out there. But God said, I got you. He said, I'm going to take care of you and your son. He said, I'm going to bless you and your son. He said, I'm going to make a nation out of your son, too. You don't even have to worry about it. And so if I'm going to tell you to how to mother up, it would be give grace. Give grace to yourself. Because yeah. everything that happened, it wasn't on me. Some of the stuff was on me, but everything wasn't on me that happened. Either way, I'm going to give myself a break. I'm going to give myself some grace. And I'm going to come up from this because God said I could. 
Because you know what happened out there? Everything wasn't my fault. But God said, I got you. So if I could say something to one of you mothers that's out here today, give yourself some grace. Yeah, that's good. It ain't all bad. Yeah. It did happen. Some of that was on me. Some of that was on you. Some of it wasn't your fault. But God heard me praying. And he answered. And then Naomi said, God heard me praying. And he answered. And then Hannah said, he heard me praying. And he answered. And Mary said, me too. He heard me praying. And he answered. And so for all of the mothers that's out here, God sees you like he's seen Hannah. Like he's seen Hagar. Like he's seen Naomi. Like he's seen Mary. God is answering your prayer too. And so if you're going to mother up, then give them. Give them to God and give God to them. If you're going to mother up, then give room. Give room to those adult children. If you're going to mother up, give you. Give what you got. Just pour out what you have. If you're going to mother up, give yourself some grace. Yeah. It ain't all bad. And there was one more thing that I noticed in all of these women, Jamila. All of these mothers. And that is they were all relationally fruitful. Relationally fruitful, if you don't know, that's our theme for the month. But I saw something here in all of them. And as we mother, in whichever way you're mothering, your own children, your sons-in-laws, your daughter-in-laws, your grown kids, even other people that might come into your life that are not biologically yours, the goal is for you to be relationally fruitful. Fruitful meaning that because of this relationship, it's producing good or helpful results. It's producing something that can carry on. And so I just wanted to look at each one of the ladies one more time in this relationship that they had formed with these people. And there was Naomi. Naomi was fruitful. Because she was producing good and helpful results. She gave it to her daughter-in-law. And do you know that her daughter-in-law was then able to give it to her husband? They were then able to create a family. And then the lineage, the lineage that our Lord Jesus came through. Fruitful. Hannah, Hannah was relationally fruitful by giving her son to be raised in the house of the Lord. Hannah, who said, I'll give my son back to him. He went on to be a spiritual leader, a judge, and a prophet. He anointed the first two kings of Israel. She was relationally fruitful. And then there was Hagar. Hagar was relationally fruitful by assisting Sarah in raising her son while raising her own. Do you know that Sarah's son, both of them would be blessed by God, but Sarah's son would go on to be among the founding fathers of God's chosen, chosen people? Relationally fruitful. And then there was Mary, the mother of Jesus. She raised her son walked with her son, 
in this relationship. She stayed with her son, no matter the difficulties. Her son went on to be the savior of the world. Her son has been relationally fruitful with too many to count. Her son is in the room with us right now. Relational. Fruitfully relational. Relationally fruitful. So I asked you, mother, how's your, your motherhood relationships? Are they fruitful? For those of you who are raising little kids, are you pouring into them so much right now that they have something to give back? Those of you who are, have adult kids, did you tie your hands? Did you walk away? Did you say, I'm through with them? Let them, let them do it by themselves. You got to give them some room. But I want us to take a note from Mary. And she did not leave. I love the way they depict it in um, the Passion of the Christ. Because her son is being tortured. She can't get in it. She got to keep her hands off of it. But all along the way, she kept walking with him. If he ever looked to the side, his mother was there. No matter what he got into, no matter what going on, even if he had to suffer the consequences, if he looked to the side, his mother was there. Her presence spoke volumes, not her mouth, not her money, not her madness. It was her presence that spoke volumes. Did we let him go, mama? Or are we still saying, you got to go through this, my son, my daughter, but I'm right here. Every time they look up, can they see you? Can they feel you? Even though you can't put your hands on the situation, I can't touch it. It's God. But I'm right here. I'm right here in support. We have to take that from Mary. We have to, are we so relational, so fruitful, that what we gave into our children is lasting they can now give it to somebody else. They can now raise their kids or go and do it for somebody else. Naomi, are you here? Those of you who do not have your own children, how are those relationships? Give you to somebody. Is there anybody that can say that's not your biological child that I got this from this person? She taught me this. She raised me up in that. Fruitful. She put a seed in me that only she had. Don't go into retirement and stop mothering and giving. Don't throw your hands up and say, I'm on vacation. That means you're severing relationships. I've seen a situation where a person was dying no relationships. No one to come along. Somebody who had been given seed by somebody else had to come along by their side. 
and stand with them? Do you have any relationship that are fruitful that someone would be able to say to you, I got this from her. She gave me this. It's not only for young mothers. It's not only for people who have adult children. This mother up is for every mother, every female, whether you have biological children or not. This is a call for us to mother up. Why? Because God decided that this world needed a mother. He chose us. He chose us. And he chose us to mother. And so I pray that you take that seriously. I pray that you feel encouraged on today. I pray that you understand that you are not alone in this. That these women from the Bible have told their stories. Last Mother's Day, we pulled five women from out here and they sat up here and told their stories. And there's one more seat that's over there. It's for your story. It's for you to tell. It's for you to mother someone. Give yourself some grace if you messed it up. Hagar, she messed it up. But she said, God met me where I was at. We all have made some mothering mistakes. But I'm grateful for the testimony of mothers that would say, God met me in a place. On this Mother's Day, I encourage you. And And maybe because that's where I am. But I pray for those who have adult children. Because they give us the blues. But I'm taking taking that level up for Mary. And I'm going to give them some room. To live, to make a mistake. Because what I found out, Tasha, Uh is they want the privilege of being an adult. Without the responsibility of being an adult. But when you give them just a little bit of room, then they can feel, go ahead and be a privileged adult, but go ahead and be a responsible one also. And it's difficult, but God will hear your prayer. God, let me keep my hands off of it, my money off of it, my mouth off of it, and my madness off of it. Let me keep it off of it. And so I want to pray for us mothers. I want to pray for all. It's it's not an easy task. Some of us are like Naomi, and we did lose children. Some of us are like Hannah. We want children, are not able to bear children yet. Some of us are like Naomi. It's just been hard. It's just been hard. But I want to pray for you on this afternoon, mothers. And so I'm going to ask all of you, all of the mothers in the room, I want to ask you to stand with me.